Hey everyone, I'm Angie Miller, and I'm excited to bring you this special holiday treat. During this busy, probably emotion-filled, but hopefully joyous season, and that is the gift of giving. Most importantly, how giving gifts can be a stress-free experience with some simple, thoughtful questions to act as your guide. So it is always my honor that you're joining me here on this episode of Strong Mind, Strong Body. And I always appreciate your, your listening and your weighing in and emailing me and telling me your thoughts. So I would like to know, how do you find meaningful gifts that reflect the unique passion and interest of everyone on your list? I don't know about you, but I think that it can be a stressful experience. Sometimes we have those people in our lives who seem to have everything and they have the money and the resources to buy everything. So you're like, what could I possibly get this person? So I'm just curious, do you, do you have a system? Do you think you're a good gift giver? Um, are you crafty? Do you have like a talent where you make people special gifts? Um, or you that person who remembers, like if you're with me and I walk by a booth and I'm admiring something in an outdoor market and you're that person who remembers it and six months later I open a gift and there's that thing that I was admiring because you paid particular attention and you noted that in your mental toolbox and then made good on it later. Well, I kind of have a story for you here on that one. It just happened to me. So my birthday is December 1st, coming up very soon. Feel free to send money. And um, I'm gifting myself actually a personalized retreat. And then when I get back, I'm leaving the next day and going to a women's conference. So I think I'm all good on my birthday. Um, I'll tell you about those next week. But that's not really the story. The story is that one of my daughters was here for Thanksgiving. And we celebrated my birthday early since I'm going to be off at my little retreat. And she gave me the gift, but she said, Hey, I've got to give you some context before you open this. And she said, remember that day when we were downtown Asheville and we were walking by all those vendors and you were stopping and you loved this woman's jewelry. She goes, well, I had the hardest time catching her. My daughter lives in Asheville. She works long hours. She's like, I had the hardest time catching her, but I finally caught up with her and I told her about you and I told her what you like and you know what, what you're like as a person and what you do for a living and that you loved her jewelry. And she said, so we, we made a little friendship and she went back and, and kind of made this necklace for you, which I'm wearing today. And it was so intimate and so thoughtful. And of course it made me cry that she remembered that moment and actually sought this woman out and had her make me a special piece of jewelry. So I was so impressed that she remembered all that and which to me is really identifies the spirit of gift giving because what she did was she paid attention when I was least expecting it. She came up with something that was thoughtful it showed that she was listening to me and she could hear what I liked and she felt it. And that to me, is, again, is the spirit of gift giving. It's knowing what's important to someone, knowing what makes someone happy, kind of paying attention to those moments when you're with them and kind of watching them when they're shopping or when they're going to an experience and listening to their narrative and thinking, oh, I could get that for them on their next birthday or Christmas. So I'm curious, do you remember your favorite gifts? Do you have one favorite or many favorites? Or do you have a lot of strong memories surrounding them? 
I feel like we all do. And I don't think that it means that we're materialistic or that we're focused on things. I think that the gifts that we remember are so sentimental. There's meaning and intention and thought behind them. And that's what makes them so special to us. Usually it's it's a moment. It kind of signifies a moment we shared with that person. And a connection, it, our connection with them is deepened because we sense their thoughtfulness and their generosity. And I think that is I that is the kind of the foundation of gift giving, right? So some of my other favorite gifts, and, and uh, I hope that you'll tell me some of yours, but I'm also hoping that before I give you my guide, that this kind of sparks some intrigue. So my oldest daughter got me a book a few years ago, just a small little book off of Amazon called What I Love About Mom. And she filled it all in. And every time I read it, it still makes me laugh and cry. She even mentioned my love for chocolate. She really does know me. My second favorite gift is anybody who writes me a letter or gives me a card. And I know you might be thinking, is that really a gift? But to me, that is the greatest gift of all. Write me a letter or write me a card. Tell me something intimate that we've shared together, a memory that we've shared, something you appreciate about me, just a good, a feel good moment. I have all of my letters and my cards that my mom has given me, that my sisters have given me, my daughters have given me, my spouse. They're intimate and I love them all. So to me, letters on special occasions or maybe just letters during significant times in my life, those are the things that I hold on to. I still have letters that my mom and I used to write back and forth when I was in college and snail mail was the way that you communicated with one another. I still have cards that my husband has given me since our first year of marriage. And I even have letters from when I studied abroad when I was in college and I was in Switzerland or when I lived in Germany in sixth grade. I have little letters that my sisters and I and my friends and I would write back and forth. Um, some of my other favorite gifts, I have clothing that my mom used to make for my daughters. She used to make them like ball gown style Princess Diana outfits. And I saved every outfit she ever sewed for them. And of course, I remember my Barbie, you know, four story townhome. Did anybody have one of those or my Barbie airplane? Anyway, the idea is that we all have those favorite gifts and they connect us to a moment in time and they connect us to the person who gave them to us. And they, we know that those gifts were so meaningful because that person targeted something inside of us that we really, really wanted or that we really identify with. So maybe it's handmade tear jerking gifts. Maybe it's something that someone bought you at a time when you really, really wanted it. But yes, gifts do connect us intimately to others. So I have a guide, a gift giving guide full of questions to inspire your creative juices so that this holiday season, whether you're tight on money or tight on time, or whether you got plenty of time, but no money or plenty of money, but no time, let's talk about this so that gift giving can make you feel joyful, both in getting, but in giving to others, right? So just know that when I go through some of these, there's some crossover, but I think either way, you're going to get some good ideas. So my first thought is consider something 
that a person has been wanting to learn or improve. That's a huge one for me because I feel like I'm always in a state of learning and so are many of you because we're in this fitness space. We're entrepreneurs. We are people who are inventive and creative and we're always striving for more. So what is something that they have been wanting to learn or improve or some current hobbies or interests. So maybe, you know, this person loves to read or they love snowboarding or woodworking or exercise. So is there something that you could give them that would get, that would support their hobby? Or do they have any passions that they've talked about? Something that they've been wanting to learn or improve upon, but maybe they don't have the financial resources to do it at this time. So I think about, you know, like my golf and piano lessons that I started taking recently. I talked about them for years, but it was really the money and the time that were holding me back. I felt guilty investing in the lessons and the time seemed to be, gosh, am I going to be able to find this time? If someone had gifted me those lessons, they would have taken away 50% of my concern and I would have just had to have freed up the time. So maybe ask yourself, what is this person do with their free time and how can you support their interests, whether it's an art class, some art supplies, or a lesson to help them learn. So again, something they've been wanting to learn or improve upon or their current hobbies or interests. My second thought, and before I go any further, though, I'm just going to reintroduce myself. My name is Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body, and I'm talking to you about stress free gift giving. There is such a thing and I do believe in it. And I think that we can add so much joy to one another's lives and getting gifts that speak to a person's heart. And after all, this is a world that there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stress. Why not give someone something that's really going to, that's really going to bring up some emotion and make them feel amazing. So my second thought is consider their favorites. Do they have a favorite author artist, a favorite movie, or a favorite musician. So two gifts that I've given that I've been especially proud of, and, and I, I hope that if you didn't know about this, I hope you'll consider this as a good idea. So my one of my daughters loves Harry Potter, and you know they make those book posters where they put all the words to a book into a poster form. So I got her a book poster of the very first Harry Potter book. So it has every single word from that first book on the poster. And I had it framed and it is super, super cool. So you can get book posters. You can also get song posters. I got my sister a song poster from one of her favorite artists and one of her favorite songs. So if you have someone on your list who has a favorite book, a favorite musician, a favorite author. Those posters are absolutely amazing. Um, another one that I've done is my, we used to live in Chicago and my daughter loved the city. So I got her a kind of a historic cities, a districts of Chicago, like the, the different districts in the city of Chicago. It is an amazingly cool poster. I wish I would have bought one for myself. And I had that one frame. So things that, you know, inspire like maybe a place where they've lived or a place where they've studied or a place where they had to move and they really miss that place. And so you're going to get them this poster to kind of bring back those memories. Um, Maybe there's some upcoming movie releases they're interested in or some collections. You could get them a book collection. So that was my second one. Just kind of consider their all-time favorites. 
Then another idea is consider whether this person is sentimental. Some people are very, very sentimental and some people are like, absolutely not. So if they're a sentimental person, they are the perfect person for a personalized gift. So maybe, you know, if you're handy and you do woodworking, maybe you do crafting or sewing or knitting, maybe you're a wordsmith and you could write them a letter like I talked about, something that shows how much you love and appreciate them, or maybe a top 10 list of everything you love the most about them. So again, you know, letters, cards, sentimental things. My sisters used to, you know, we all used to kind of go through our crap phases. So I have ornaments they've made me. I have my one sister made me a bookshelf once. Anything that someone makes me, I never get rid of. My goodness, it's going to take up my whole house someday. But, you know, that's the thing. Sentimental gifts really hold high meaning. So maybe you just write a letter to them on pretty stationery. You put it in a gift bag. You put some ribbon in there. You put a bunch of Hershey's Kisses in there. And then you give them a gift card and the two of you go to dinner together. Something just thoughtful that kind of lets them know that you really appreciate them. So... Another consideration when you're thinking about gifts is consider collections. Some people are really into collections. Maybe they collect antiques or old books or comics. Um, if there's a specific thing that's missing from their collection, or maybe they need some frames for their collection or some shadow boxes for their collection. And another one is to consider technology and gadgets. And I know you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Well, that gets kind of expensive. It's not like I'm going to go buy someone an Apple Watch. But there are, you know, accessories that go with it. Maybe you can buy them a new band or something unique that goes with their favorite gadget. Some other unique ones that we've given one another in my family is the luggage tag. So if your luggage gets lost... Or my daughters bought my husband like this, these uh, key things that it, you like, there's an app on your phone. So if you lose your keys, you can look up on the app, kind of like find my iPhone because he was always walking around going, where's my keys? Where's my wallet? So they got him these identifiers. So we never have to hear that anymore. Yay. All right. So I've also been given an automatic car starter in cold climates. I don't know if they make those anymore, but I had an old car that, you know, you would just hit the car starter and it'd rev up the engine when I lived in Chicago. So I didn't have to go outside in the cold. So how are we doing? Have I given you any ideas? Um, hopefully you'll send me some of your ideas too. So my other thought is consider, you know, fashion and style. If all else, are they like this person who loves fashion and they buy every single item you could ever imagine and they are just a showcase every time you see them. And maybe you're thinking, well, what could I possibly get them? They have too particular of a fashion sense. But maybe you just find a really cool item in a unique shop that isn't anywhere near where they live. And it might be small, but it's meaningful. Right. And, and most women can appreciate a small piece of jewelry or whatever that might be. So here's one of my favorites. Travel. Consider whether they like travel. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm not going to send them to Switzerland. <gasps> I wish you would. My birthday's coming. But you could ask yourself, do they enjoy travel? Is there a destination they've always wanted to visit? Or do they have upcoming travel plans? 
And maybe then you just do simple things like a neck pillow or, you know, if it's someone close to you, a Kindle so that they can read their favorite book on the plane or a, a really good travel bag or a warm blanket to cover up with on the airplanes because they're always freezing. So here it is. Drum roll, please. If you can't give them the gift to travel, I've got one for you. What if you offer to watch their dog? Oh my gosh, do you know every time we go out of town, that is one of our biggest stressors. It's not where we're going to go or or any of the other details. It is who's going to watch the dog. Is he still back there? Yep, he's sleeping behind me. We need a, a dog sitter for Bodie and we need a cat sitter for my cat, Louie. So maybe you could just give them a little gift that says free babysitting. Maybe you like their children and maybe you can offer to babysit their children um, or maybe they've expressed that they want to travel, but they don't have plan, a time to plan the trip. And it just could be that you are the expert trip planner. You're the travel agent in the making who's always wanted to be a travel agent. So maybe you could offer to write their itinerary for them. You could offer to put together something for them, like a five-day suggested itinerary. You know, sharing trip itineraries. I love to do that. I share trip itineraries with my sister. I've shared it with my friends. I get on Google and I look up all these like travel bloggers and I look at their itineraries. They're the best. I mean, you don't even need travel agents. They're lovely, but you can also get a lot of information off of these bloggers. So here's another one. What about the foodies? Okay. Think about the foodies, the ones who enjoy or love to cook. And they're really, they're just, they're always into these amazing cuisines. Maybe you could get them a really cool kitchen gadget. Um, or maybe you could get them gourmet ingredients, something that they wouldn't normally splurge on. Okay. So let's reset for a minute here. Cause I'm about ready to land you with my favorite one. Of all the gifts outside of the letters in the cards, okay, outside of some of the other things that I've talked about, my number one favorite thing to gift people and to receive are experiences. I am at a place in my life after teaching stress management to college students, after moving five times to five different cities, less is more, man. I do not want to schlep a bunch of stuff with me. And so outside of the nostalgic gifts that I never get rid of, I've gotten rid of a whole slew of things that I used to have in my life. Because I think that simplifying our life is a great way to reduce stress. So that said, one of the best gifts that you can give people is the gift of an experience. Okay. Many people prefer experiences over stuff. Unless it's the sentimental stuff that we talked about earlier. Experiences make memories and memories last a lifetime. So think about vacations, concerts, and events. Last year for, um, I think it was our anniversary, my husband and I went to Las Vegas and went to go see Usher and Adele. And that was our anniversary gift for the next 35 years because it was expensive. But anyway, I love experiences with my daughters, my sisters, my friends. Think about going to concerts, traveling with somebody, going to conferences, retreats, anytime, especially if it's a first time experience. So I was with one of my daughters the first time she skied. I was with another one when we went on this huge mountain swing in New Zealand. Scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Those first time experiences that you do with somebody, oh my gosh, those are amazing. And they will always remember them. So think about 
What about skydiving, a concert, an art show, a ticket to a cool destination? So maybe you just buy an experience for the two of you to share, or maybe it's a weekend getaway. Maybe it's something simple like you go get pedicures or manicures together. Maybe there's an upcoming event in your city and you both live in the same city. But whatever it is, maybe it's just something free. You set up a hike together, you pack the lunch, and you guys go spend a day together. All right. So, of course, there is considering the gift of fitness and wellness. We can't leave that out. I mean, you would be like, Eiji, why didn't you why didn't you write about fitness and wellness? So we know we've got the gadgets, we've got the workout gear, we've got every wellness tool there is out there today. There's also, you know, like um sites where you can go where you can buy them uh is it class pass is that what it is where you can go and you can buy them passes to any different gym in the city so they can try a bunch of different classes and decide which gym is for them or maybe you get them a one month membership to your gym so that you go with them because they've always wanted to try to go to a gym but it's such an intimidating experience for some people so you offer to go there with them and you bring them to your gym that would be an, an amazing gift. So again, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. We are deep diving into the idea of giving gifts that matter and making it a stress-free experience. All right. So I have a few more for you. Consider subscription services. So I've been given like I did, I think it was called Therapy Box because I'm a therapist. So my daughter's got me a subscription to Therapy Box. Consider um, food subscription sites for people who are really, really busy. Um, there's also, um, there's concierge services. So you could give them a subscription to like a concierge service if they're really short on time. Okay. So one other thing that I think is, is worth considering is does this person have some goals, some future goals, and they've told you about it? And they're like, you know, someday I really want to do X, Y, or Z. Someday I want to get more time or someday I want to get more money. Can you give a gift to support whatever it is that is in their someday bucket list that would kind of inspire them and get them over the edge and say, here, what if someday is today and I'm going to get you started? So I came across some super cool ones that I hadn't thought about in a while. And I think I'm going to gift a couple of these this year. So if you've heard of Masterclass, they offer an abundance of classes. They do acting classes, cooking classes, leadership classes, photography, writing, you name it. And it's called Masterclass. I'm not promoting them or dispromoting them. I'm just saying that it is a site where people can get on and learn and grow and have a new experience and they can do it from the comfort of their own home. So it fosters growth and learning and new experiences and it fosters future, you know, future learning. There's also um, Creative Bug. And I guess they do like sewing, crochet, jewelry classes. And so does Michael's actually. So there's so many classes that you can gift people so that they can learn something new and decide if they actually want to pursue that. Okay. Last but not least, I would encourage you to consider, is the person that you're buying for short on money or are they short on time? Some people have a lot of disposable income, but very limited time. Some have a lot of time, but not a lot of disposable income. 
And some people would say, well, I'm actually short on both, but usually there's one that's more pressing than the other. So my question to you is, can you somehow fill in the gap? So again, like I mentioned earlier, if you're a good travel planner and they want to take a trip, maybe you plan it for them. Maybe you give them that gift card for the concierge or task service from a local company so that they can you can fill in some of those time gaps and buy them back some time. Maybe you offer to drive their kids to activities once a week. Or for someone who's short on money, maybe you do give them a gift card. Maybe something like Target or a gas station or a grocery store or their favorite clothing store because it is practical and it's going to help make their paycheck go a little bit further and buffer some of those expenses. There's also those meal delivery services for those who are short on time. I think I've tried every single one of them out there. So, you know, those are just kind of, you know, there's so many different ways that you can approach gift giving, but I would like for it to think that this podcast and some of the things that we can share with one another can make the experience so much more joyful and so much less stressful. So last but not least, just consider the gift of your time. Consider the people in your world who might be lonely, who might not have anyone during the holidays. Consider that lonely neighbor who lost their lost their spouse. Consider that person at the gym who seems very shy and never talks to anybody. Maybe just the gift of your time. Maybe just asking them, hey, you want to go to lunch? Hey, you want to go to breakfast? Hey, you want to go grab a cup of coffee? Hey, I'm thinking about going to this event. Do you want to join me? So the gift of your time is such a special gift to so many people that you can share and it's free. All right. So again, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm so glad you joined me here today for this fun, hopefully joyful episode about stress-free gift giving. And I would love to hear your ideas if you have any other thoughts. I'll see you next week. 